get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Randy, Michelle, and Danny Mac, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to wish a happy opening day to our town's Joseph Buck. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I know Terry Crouppen. <laughs> that is a strong way to open. <laughs> because I'm telling you, Joe, if you have a problem, if you've had a problem with talc, or if you were in a car accident, you just need to call Terry Crouppen and he'll take care of you. And he knows the best sandwiches in town. Uh, yeah, no, I know that. And the talc thing may be real. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much addicted to talc. So, uh, yeah, I just, if you can text me as cell, would you? Yeah, you, you got it. Hey, uh, I want to start with this because we all know that you're a huge fan of the St. Louis blues who are scuffling of late. And, uh, Michelle, a few years ago came up with the panic bus when things were not going particularly well for the blues. Would you suggest that at this moment you are on the panic bus? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, I'm firmly entrenched. I might be driving it. Uh, oh, wow. I, I think a lot of the blues themselves uh, are probably on the panic bus, uh, wondering kind of what's going on and and when this team can get healthy and how they kind of get back to their game and whatever it is. But the scoring is just so frustrating and the inability to put the puck in the net and everybody's been shut down so. I know they miss Pareko a lot, and I know that that sets up a lot on the back end, but they've got to find ways to, to get more points on the board, so to speak. And if they don't, then it's, it's not going to be a long postseason, if at all. Joe, I was really surprised. A lot of my friends in Chicago jumped on the panic bus when Tony La Russa was announced as the new manager of the White Sox, and I tried to calm them down. I tried them to get them off the bus, but I want to know from you, how good do you think the White Sox can be, and what do you think Tony La Russa's return to baseball will be like? I think he'll do well. You know, he, we all know, those of us who, who know him in this city know him as a grinder, uh, and, and I don't think anybody uh, puts more time in. And, and Tony will tell you that's cost him a lot in his personal life uh, over the years. But I, I know that he's going to try to make this work to the best of his ability. I think he'll have a bit more of an open-door policy. He's bounced around in in organizations now since he left here, and I think he's gotten probably a good cross-section of how things are done uh, in Major League Baseball these days, kind of the newer age, the way analytics are used. I I think analytics are great. Uh, I've talked to Tony about this, so does he, but but I think at, at times there is a total reliance on analytics, and we saw it last year during the World Series that, uh, Snell's blowing through the Dodgers in a one-run game in game six, and it, it felt like a pitching move that was made at 2 o'clock in the afternoon came to fruition with Mookie Betts coming up, who'd been crushing right-handed pitchers, and 
They take Snell out, bring in a right-hander, bets doubles, tie game, Dodgers go on top, and they win it in game six. So I I think some of that stuff's good. It's a way to quantify uh, what you're looking at. But there has to be room for using your eyes, knowing what guys are going through in their personal lives. I mean, the raw data does not uh, a baseball game make, and people do. And some people are struggling. Some people got no sleep. So you saw so-and-so in the bar last night late. Maybe you're worried about uh, how clear-headed he is today or somebody's fighting with their spouse. I mean, these are people, and and they, they, so there has to be room for managers to to look in somebody's eye and see if that guy looks like somebody that wants the ball hit to them with the game on the line. I think Tony Tony will will strike a great balance with that. I, I think he's the least of their worries. They have to stay healthy. Um, they lost uh, a really big bat in Jimenez and if if they you know that, that's a five or six month thing, they may not get him back and, and that's a big piece that, that they're not going to have it, it appears for the majority of the year if at all. Hey, Joe, you have spent time with all of the best managers and coaches in baseball and football, and I guess Belichick is the one guy, because I've never been around him, that I I would ask this question about. Have you ever met another coach or manager where it's more important to have their name attached to a win or a loss every day? Meaning, Tony, like it's, with, the, like yeah, with as as compared to Tony, yeah, I can't think of anybody that is more intense about, and I think that he had to manage because he has to have a win or a loss in his life every day. Yeah, I think sometimes, and this is just my opinion, but I think sometimes when you've got a player that, or a, a manager, I should say that that had a, a good career. Uh, maybe not. You don't see a lot of, of players that had great careers or Hall of Fame careers. There are some, certainly, uh, who become managers or who want to get into the whole coaching thing because a lot of times those guys made enough money, especially uh, today's game, uh, that they don't want to deal with it. So uh, I, I think sometimes when they have a cup of coffee in the big leagues or, or they never got to the big leagues, now they want to. Uh, have that win or loss attached to their name. And it's their moment to, to kind of drive the bus. You see a guy like Bruce Bochy, who had a, a tremendous, a really good long career of being a, a really viable catcher and, and at times good hitter. And you knew that he didn't have to put his stamp on the game every day. He kind of let guys go out and play. And, uh, you know, I, I think in the case of Tony, he's in the other camp and, and that's, probably what what has made him so great and a hall of famer and somebody that uh that cares like he does but i i just man every day i would go into his office and he and i were close we still are and i would say you know how you doing uh, and and dan mclaughlin knows this every time the he would answer i'll let you know at 10 o'clock you know it's his his day's mood was based on a win or a loss and and i don't know that that's the case for everybody else i think belichick's a good a good example of that. Um, and that, and the two are very good friends uh, and spend time together in Florida. And, and I think there's a lot of mutual respect between those two, but, but I, I think as far as people I've met in the game of baseball, Tony is number one uh, in that category. Joe, I have twins and I'm very disappointed. You haven't called me for advice on raising <laughs> these twins. It's an absolute I'm just show. stumbling around in the dark. Uh, it's literally. A and figuratively, it is, it's a lot. And, and to, you know, I've been open about it and my wife's been open about it. So this isn't 
uh, oversharing, but they're IVF babies. So it, they're twins in that they were born at the same time, but they, they certainly didn't have to be. That's just the way we went about it. My wife was 40, 41 when she got pregnant and they put two embryos in and they said, you know, we're hoping to get one, but you have to be, you have to be ready to have two at the same time. And, and our, our opinion was always, that's fantastic. Cause we're both not we're not young and, and we're going to, they're going to have each other to, to play with over time. But, but these early years, as you well know, uh, it's a lot and they're so different. That's why I say that about being IVF babies. I mean, they are twins only because they, they were brought into this world at the same time. One's bigger. Uh, the other one's really verbal. The bigger guy like can crush tin cans with his bare hands and the, the little guy just, kind of would uh, rather yeah he's I think could get like 1200 on his SATs right now so they're just they're they're just totally different and that's that's great I I I love it that way but it's it's a lot of work as you know uh, yes I do with two others it's a lot of work Um, during a pandemic yeah yeah I thought having our uh, our Doug the dog you know they was our pandemic dog and I thought that was enough and then you had twins on top of that and then two other kids yeah it's been a hell of a time in the old McLaughlin household let me tell you Joe yeah yeah a lot of fun good times Um, it is yeah I got to ask you you know I don't know in where you sit with this I, I don't know if the average fan would care whether the broadcasters have access to players so getting back down on the field and I'm sure at your level it's different than with a local level maybe they made that a little bit easier for you but it it certainly makes for a better broadcast if you can go in and talk to Mike Schilt and it's not over zoom with you know him staring at a screen and and 30 other media people as you know we we have intimate relationships with these players and personnel so do you think that's going to get back to that and has it affected your job as much as maybe as it's affected some others yeah, I, we're no different. In fact, we probably have less because we're dropping in. Like I'm doing Philly, uh, Atlanta on Saturday. <clears throat> I'm about to get on a Zoom call with uh, Zach Wheeler, who's pitching. And, I mean, he doesn't know me. And and I think the, the real issue is when they're doing Zoom calls, you don't know as the person who's the subject who's on the other end of that call. And so a lot of the, as you said, we know these, these people – uh, intimately, I, I think a lot of that intimacy is gone because they, you're just talking into a screen and you, you, it's just a total disconnect. So we went through the entire NFL season that way. Um, we will do it, I'm sure, the same way this year for baseball here at the beginning. I, I would love to be able to go back to the way it was. I, I just hope that these different sports, be it MLB or the NFL, don't say, well, you know, we got along fine during the pandemic without you guys having uh, face-to-face contact with manager, player, head coach, offensive coordinator. So we're going to do it that way going forward because I'm with you. I, I think when you don't have that personal knowledge um, and it just becomes kind of a quote machine and, and really nothing of substance on, on these Zoom calls, it, it's it's uh, there, there's something that's gone that I think we as the game announcers can relay to a, a, an audience that cares um, information that they can't read or they don't read or that it, it's fresh. And, and that's really the only time you get fresh stuff is when you have face-to-face uh, meetings, contact, talking down on the field before the game, talking around the batting cage. Uh, that, that's, that's the most valuable stuff we get.
Yeah, and I'm concerned about the game as a whole, just as it's played. I think analytics has a great part in the game. It's it's great for the game, but we are going down a time where your twins may not like this game. Uh, maybe it's too slow, and all of a sudden your twins grow up, or those kids that are out there they grow up, and they're the they're the ones that buy the tickets and buy the suites and and do the advertising. Um, so that concerns me, and. We're told, hey, tell the stories of these players, and that's one way in a slow game like baseball that you can engage those people to tell them who these guys are. And if we don't have that ability to do that, I don't know if you're with me on this, but I kind of see where I'm going, but that, that concerns me a little bit. Yeah, and, and you, know, you, you know it like I know it when you're on the bus with these players, when you're on the late-night plate with these players, when you're checking in bleary-eyed to a hotel in Philly at 3.30 in the morning, you get a sense for who these people are. And, and again, it gets back to that. It, it's, it's the difference between, you know, looking at somebody as just a player and being able to look at somebody that's, that's a person and, and kind of round out the picture. So I'm with you. And I, and, and the, the game itself, I mean, the baseball knows it. I'm not sure that the player association wants to hear about it or Agreed. make any substantive changes, but uh, there, there is a lack of action. And the numbers are stunning just with the strikeouts that are up, the singles that are down the game I fell in love with. And and when you start down this path, especially as the national guy and Smoltz has done it, then you get labeled a dinosaur and then you get labeled. Well, he hates the game. No, he, he actually lives and loves the game in the case of John, but he's not really thrilled with the, with where the game is, is headed uh, and, and the way it's, it's managed and taught and what these players are trying to do. So I think that's the real issue, and it's, it's a lack of action. And the game I fell in love with was get them on, get them over, get them in, steal a big base, get a, get a guy in with a ground ball, a fly ball, just the, the inability to, to hit to a wide open side of the field. When logic is not a part of it, and, and li- I mean, in the postseason, in a one-run, two-run game, and, and the whole infield is swung around to the right for a left-handed batter, and, and they can't get on base to try to get something started, that, that's, that's just it's silly. It's, and and there, that's where logic goes right out of the window. And sometimes you can text Al Roboski on a late-night bus ride, and, and then I get blamed for it, and then he stands up and yells at me. I don't know if you remember doing that to me, but I do remember <laughs> that. Thanks a lot. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. That, yeah, that was stuff. really good times. Thanks a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, making his phone go off, making his phone go off. Yeah. yeah he was that, not happy. No, he wasn't. I love that. Oh, uh, yeah. Joe, opening day is always a, a celebratory day here in St. Louis. Certainly next week with the home opener. That's a holiday here in St. Louis. But do you have a favorite memory from an opening day, whether it's just a general baseball opening day or a Cardinals home opener? I think it was always the anticipation of how a new guy would be introduced, a big pickup. Uh, and in the, obviously I'm thinking this year of, of Arenado and, and what that would be like in normal times. Uh, I, I always had that anticipation or coming off a, a pennant winning year or a world championship, just the, the fever in that stadium and what it would be like for somebody that got the key hit or somebody that, you know, a hero that, that wasn't like a so Taguchi kind of a guy, but you know, not, not a regular, but somebody that came up with a big hit at the right time that, that won a ring. So, uh, you know, just thinking about 
what it would be like. And let's be honest, the, the team is trying to sell itself. The city is trying to sell itself to Nolan as much as Nolan's trying to sell himself to the city and to the team. So that, that's a real shame that, uh, that opening day, it, it's going to be better than it was last year, certainly. Uh, but not having a packed stadium, him not experiencing that as uh, in normal times as a first year Cardinal really stinks. And, and, and that that's, just like, man, I can't wait to hear whoever, fill in the blank, when they get introduced, what that's going to be like with this crowd. Joe, we know you have a meeting with Zach Wheeler. We appreciate you taking some time on opening day with us. Enjoy this. We'll be tuned in on Saturday, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. Dan, have a great season. And, thank you. Uh, yeah, go get them. Well, I uh, I texted you when you went into or will go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and it's only a matter of time before you go into Baseball's Hall of Fame. You're the best in the business, and I mean that sincerely. And it doesn't I'm sure it doesn't really mean much coming from me. But well, uh, the hell I, it doesn't. I, yes, it does, I, and I, I don't believe it. But I, that's nice of you to say. Best Thank in the you. business. Best in the business, undoubtedly. So congratulations. It's so well deserved. Thanks, buddy. You got Thank it. you. Thank you. And I'll be listening to you and stealing your stuff. If- we oh, have yeah. a Saturday Cardinal game. I steal your stuff that I hear on Friday and all all year long. So <laughs> keep an ear out for that. I I liked it when you uh, I texted you about Paul DeYoung in the All Star game and you you read it verbatim off the text and you, about yeah. him. Sp- I love that. So that was good. So I'll, I'll definitely. Yeah, I, I will read anything, including you know. <laughs> something about San Diego. You just send it to my phone. <laughs> You're the best, Joe. Thanks so much. All right, guys. See you. See you. Take care. The great Joe Buck with us on 101 ESPN. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.